Welcome to A Visitor's Guide to Springfield, the podcast in which a Simpsons superfan sits down and watches an episode of the show with a guy who's never seen that episode of the show at or, this point, or many episodes of the show. Or as we used to say, someone who's heard of the show. Right, exactly. For some reason, we don't say that anymore because... Because we don't. Because you've seen the show now. I guess you, you're aware of the show. My name is Tyler Menz. I am your guide. Across from me is... Greg Bach. He's your burger baby. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. We're getting silly. It's yeah, listen this, up. Listen up, listener fan base. <laughs> We're going to have a good day today. We're getting yeah. silly. We're getting silly like a mug. We may have gotten saucy. Greg came over here a little... A little Boozed up. <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 I'm juiced. A little boozy. I'm a little boozy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. At any rate, we've got a great show for you today because we have a guest. A guest. And that guest is Mr. Jacob Wolfle. Say hi, Jake. Hi. Now, is it Wolfle? Wuffle? Wuffle? Wuffle. What was it's that? Woeful. Full of wool. Oh, of course you are. Because you're a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or Jacob Woeful. 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 I love Jacob. Tyler loves Jacob. Mm-hmm. The whole world loves Jacob. Do you know why the world loves Jacob? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm curious to hear Yeah, this. Greg, please enlighten us. Because Jacob is our number one fan. That's true. I do love you guys. I listen to your podcast pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, when we first started Um, this show, (laughs) Jacob was the guy who just, like, sent me a message like, hey, uh, just want to let you know, I really like your show. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah, I did. It was, it's the perfect You did? I did. And I do. He did? I do. I'm not going to pass tense it like that. Okay. And I'm not going to, like, just leave it. There. He did say that. No, but he, he yeah, he did there, say it. there. In in the time we've been on the uh, on the podcast on the air, air which has air. been a year now, about a year now. Oh, holy moly! Happy year to us. We are far behind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've done fifty two. Ep- nope. And, uh, <laughs> in that time, I have gotten messages from Jacob. Just with very, very kind messages, very, very nice things. And the thing about that, I will say, uh, is that, you know, not only are you my friend, but I respect you as a writer and a creator and a comedian and a content creator. So the fact that you, A, you listen and you also take time to let us know that you enjoy it means a lot to me. And I know it means a lot to Tyler because we've talked about that before. And so it's great to have not only just a friend on here, but a fan on here, and just a great person and a fan of the show. So, well, thank Actually, you. A fan of The Simpsons, I should say. That's so. one of the nicest things I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, and he got married. He had to do vows, and they weren't even I did. Nice. It was, like, kind of nice, comparatively. I'm I, sorry, Emily. It's, it's uh, true. I think most importantly here, Jacob may be a bigger Simpsons fan than myself. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Are you still... Okay, no, here's the question. Now, all right. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. I, st- but you're, but you're, you're still wa- Tyler. You're still watching the show. Yeah. Well, and Jacob, do you still watch the show? No, not. I, I don't like. I, I've seen more recent episodes on like streaming sites and things because I'll, yeah. I'll go to them and people are streaming them. And yeah. we'll, we'll make fun of it. So I, I guess no. I don't. Right, so I don't watch I, okay. So we will get we will get to that portion a little later in the okay. show. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Tyler, sit tight. You're not going to be replaced. I won't replace oh, you. Oh no, I'm not being replaced. <laughs> good luck finding. Good luck finding a 39 year old male who's never watched The Simpsons. Good luck. See, but you have now. 
Yeah, but not as much as a lot of other That's true. That's I mean, true. That's true. And, and, and Tyler, with every show that passes, wants me to love it that much more. Well, no, I just know that you love it that much Aww. more. And, I'm guessing yeah. you do. I'm gonna, I'm going I to enjoy it. I mean, really, I don't but at least You're like, getting into it. I, I enjoy it, but like the thing is, is like I can't say with a full heart that I love it. Can, mm. we, do a, can we do a Greg check? Yeah. A Greg check? We're going to check in on Greg in a new segment I like to call Greg on Greg. Let's try it In a new... In a new segment, I like to call checking in. Checkbox. <laughs> oh, checkbox! Oh, I love it. That's really nice. That's clever. Okay, great. We're coming up with new ideas. Just you know, all it took was a Miller sixty four and a red strawberry ale. Mm, you're we are really in no uh, sponsored by uh, Miller or Reds. You're getting real saucy here, Greg. Well, you know, it's been it's a okay. day. It's okay. You had those really good Bloody Marys. I did. That I'm envious of. Yeah. I'm not uh, angry out loud. You're never angry out loud. That's you're true. Just, you're angry inward. Oh, thank you. Oh. All That's right, fine. so you have a question. Um, my question is to you. Yeah. Um, can you use a gosh darn coaster in my house? I didn't house? realize there was a coaster. Uh, no, my question is uh, how are you feeling about the show so far? At this well, moment, Tito. Okay, so one of the things I think I have to do with that is I have to... I feel like I have to take out the guest episodes because... Those episodes are those episodes are incredibly funny, but for me, it is about witnessing the evolution of the show, which means from the beginning. Hmm. And a lot of fans will say things about how you know they'll actually. I mean, we've we've had either separately or together. We've had an individual say to us, "Why are you watching every episode? Why are you starting at the very beginning? Why don't you just start where it gets good?" But when when quote unquote it gets good is very subjective. I feel like for me as someone who wants to take part in this, I have to watch from the beginning every episode to get everything. Uh, I see the I see the growth starting to happen. We're midway through season two, and uh, I really feel like we are... I'm starting to see what everyone else sees as the birth of the great years of the show and I enjoy it and I think and, and uh, we watched an episode where they were actually like I think we said like there were like three or four storylines yep and they were all the decent yeah they all decent and they all connected well whereas earlier it was like a mishmash hodgepodge of different ideas that kind of just went everywhere and the, but then the good episodes were like one storyline because they were all working on one thing. So which episode was it with the four? Uh, uh, that was that wasn't old money. That was uh, we called it uh, divey boards, jivey boards. Jive, we could, yeah, it was jivey boards. Uh, definitely, I definitely could look it up while you guys talk. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? I don't. You know. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead, Jacob. No, you go ahead. Well, now no, we're going to have an old go. Uh, go, go ahead. All right. We're going to have a go ahead here. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'll go ahead. <laughs> um, ahead, I'll go. Uh, we haven't even addressed what episode we watched today yet. Six, Not yet. Seven no, but you know what? That's fine. We don't have to because right now we're just enjoying life as it is. Uh, Brush with greatness was the episode. Oh yeah, the Ringo Starr. Yeah, episode. exactly, Ringo Starr episode. Uh, so yeah, I am enjoying it. Uh, I've said it before, and I will say it again. I don't think I am capable of loving this show. Hmm. I think not true. Yeah, I disagree. I, I think I'm capable of really enjoying this show, but I feel like to love this show uh 
Do you think the love comes from a place of nostalgia? No, I don't think it comes from nostalgia. I think it comes from a place of real, real-time experience, where you are watching the episodes in real time, and you had to, like for me, I could I could watch the first twenty-seven seasons of the show. If I had the ability, I could watch them back to back, back to back. I could watch the entire thing in a few months if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I think it's not nostalgia. It's about the experience that you have watching those shows at a certain age, at a certain time in your life that I won't have. It sounds like you're describing nostalgia. <laughs> no, because nostalgia, no, cause nostalgia to me is you saying, like, I remember this episode from a long time ago. So you have that experience. I don't have the ability to refer to those episodes from a long time ago. To me, there's to me the nostalgia is different. Nostalgia is looking back at the good old days. It, I can't do that. Right. I mean, I, I guess yeah. I, I guess it, to I, certain, I mean, that is to, nostalgia almost. I know, but like I, I also feel like nostalgia. <laughs> uh, is, it, this end, Greg doesn't know what nostalgia means. <laughs> I, I know, know what nostalgia means, but I also feel like that's all. It's kind of a pejorative on your ends as as fans. I don't want to belittle your love for the show as simple nostalgia. You have... I think a lot of you have me- yeah. you, you have memories that you can tell me. Like, to me, nostalgia... I guess to me, nostalgia is a bad thing. To me, nostalgia is something that you live in in the old days. Like, you constantly talk about those days. Whereas, if you were to tell me about watching this episode when you first saw it, it's just a story. It's not nostalgia. It's a story. And you have that experience. I am taking this all in very quickly, essentially. Like, in the course of a year, I'm taking this show in You've quick. watched a season and a half. Well, I, would say, I don't know if I agree. I don't okay. know if I agree with your feelings. I think your feelings are wrong, Greg, yeah, and feelings. that you're wrong for feeling that way. Baloney. No, because when I first started watching it, I want to give you a little point of reference. You don't, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know what my life is like, Greg. You don't know, <laughs> know him. My dad would watch it every day because it was on. It was on like twenty four, like yep. UPN or whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. I had to Child have been. Born. He he watched it every day, and I did not like it as a kid. I thought it was okay. it was just like, eh, I don't, I don't understand. Was trite? I, yes, I thought it was trite. <laughs> I just like walked out of my room and was like, hey dad, why are you watching such a trite show? It's like, something's wrong with that boy. <laughs> oh, you're gonna grow up to be a writer. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, and then it, and then and then now I am what I am. But, the, but I didn't, like all the episodes existed, well, not all of them, up to like season nine or whatever. Yeah. I kind of binge watched them after I saw one or two episodes that made me laugh. Yeah. And I kind of did what you're doing. I was just younger at the time. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was watching them as they came out. But how old were you? Oh, I had to have been 10 or 11. Yeah. So it is. I am like, that 38. Would be yeah, but it doesn't. What's the difference? I guess it's different, be- it's different because you're... Well, it, the it, difference, I think, is between I don't know nostalgia means 38 and 11... Is, Obviously, is, is twenty seven years. <laughs> well, yeah, I pretty forget it because there's a whole there's a whole lifetime of experience and influence that you take in from those ages. Whereas, who I am at this age, I don't feel like the Simpsons are going to influence me a whole lot in who I am. Like my okay, so when we talk about we, one of the things we will talk about later is we'll talk about how the, the, the Simpsons influenced you as a comedian, as a writer. For me, the, the Simpsons have almost zero impact in me as a writer. Okay, I can see that. What has impact for me is like things like Monty, Monty Python is, is a huge influence for me writing-wise comedy. So that's what I have. Like If you want to talk about Monty Python, I will talk, about, I will talk till the cows come home 
uh, the age of like 11 watching Monty Python on PBS. I have those memories. I have those like influences of how it influenced my speech, how it influenced my dress, how it influenced the things I listen to, the, the people I talk to. Um, <laughs> I, at, thir- at, at my age now with Simpsons, I realize that Tyler is thinking about things in his head right now. No, like I just don't think there's anything more trite than a nine-year-old watching PBS. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> oh. uh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, just, just trying to open up for a moment here, have a moment of human decency and mm, quite. understanding. Well, they had Wishbone on there, right? What was that? They had Wishbone What's, back then, didn't what they? What is the story? Is that PBS? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I watched PBS, too. I mean, it's just, I mean, <laughs> I guess we've gone, we've, we've gone, we, we, we're, 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 we're almost... Excuse me that I'm the voice of the common man here. <laughs> Well, what's the story? <laughs> I mean, the, the, I guess the point is, is we're 13 minutes into this show right now, is that, like, I don't think I will love this show as much as people who have been watching it for a long time. So, okay, so it's not, I, I, I get what you're saying. And I don't, but that doesn't mean I don't like it. No, 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 and I'm not, I'm not accusing you of that, and certainly Tyler might be, but... Tyler totally Tyler is. is. He says it all the time. He just, yeah, he seriously. All the time. No, I think maybe it's not nostalgia so much as it is that you have a limited pool of uh, influences at that point, I guess. So maybe you're more likely to be influenced when you're younger. Is that what you're saying? So maybe if, if you were 10 and you saw it fresh now, like say you were 10 right now and you started watching The Simpsons. You'd be like, why am I hanging out with these guys? Well, yeah, it'd be weird, certainly. But yeah. maybe it would be more influential then. Is that what you're saying? Possibly, yeah. I mean, it, it's just, I don't know. I'm sure that what I write and what I like and what I listen to... And even what I say on stage is influenced by The Simpsons simply because the people that I enjoy were influenced by them as well. Oh, that's true. But there's there's definitely no direct, from me to that show, uh, reference because I didn't watch it. So anything I may exemplify for that show is simply based on my liking other things. Okay. That kind of like, like I don't, I truly dislike the Rolling Stones, but I understand that bands that I like love that band. So I understand that the influence that I get as a musician comes from them indirectly. Like my influences from The Simpsons is indirect at best. Have you, have you ever had, have you like written jokes down and then it literally was from The Simpsons because it was something you had heard from someone else? That influenced you? Like, have you done that? I have no idea. No, but he has quoted The Simpsons without, without knowing it. Okay, yeah. I know yeah. you've talked about that because it's in the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the Simpsons are absolutely in the zeitgeist. But I will say, uh, there are many times that I was sitting in a room. Like, I remember, I remember one time when we were working on the Good in Milwaukee show, R.I.P. Uh, I'm sad now. Well, it's not. No, it's dead. It's dead for. He said R.I.P. I mean. Yeah. There's no coming back unless it's like a zombie thing or a relax in peace. Thing. Uh, <laughs> we were we were sitting there and we were talking about it and someone referenced The Simpsons and I had absolutely no clue what was going on and it got to the point where when people would reference The Simpsons, I would almost be happy uh, in saying like I don't know what you're talking about because they were so happy in knowing what they were talking about mm. because I would get so much guff for not understanding and it bothered me. That and then and then I got criticized like in a room full of people saying like I was told in that room you are not a comedian if you don't like The Simpsons wow which I find to be absolute horse hockey that's pretty extreme horse hockey did I say that you did not say that you would never say that. it wasn't me was it? It, although horse hockey is very old timey language and I, I would know, say horse hockey yeah but you did not say that and I remember that and and actually I would I feel like that 
comment was kind of the impetus for me to think about this show. Be like, all right, let's just take it all in. But I also knew that I would never love it the way people loved it then. And we are now 16 minutes into we the show. We don't need check yeah, We don't have to worry about it. I know, but I feel like I'm, we're wasting time on a subject matter that is so boring. No, this well, is we've not been talking boring. about you a lot. We have, <laughs> but it's important. Yeah, who gives <laughs> a, who, who gives a schmeck about me? Who I gives that. I'm a loyal listener. This is the kind of stuff I want to hear, man. I want to hear me coming on the show and interviewing you. Okay. Oh, wow. Because that's what I'm going to do. It's funny that you say horse hockey. Uh, that's, that's, that's they're that's terrible that's hockey, by the way. I don't. Okay, I don't know what that word means. It means it's it, just it, it, polo. It, it's 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 a it's a it's a finer, more refined, less vulgar way of saying bullshit. Nonsense. But what is the actual? Is it just so it's poop? Is oh, that I what know. it's referring to? Like, yeah. what's the actual definition? I imagine horse. I've heard hockey. Ho- like I've heard horse hockey, horse pucky, polo. I would think like I think hockey Ooh. on horses. That makes sense. That's polo. Yeah, I'm curious. I've been I've been trying to whenever I hear stuff that I don't know, which is all the time. I've I've gotten. I, I think everybody does. It's really, like, yep, I know what that means because you don't want to go through the embarrassment of being like, um, dumb. Yeah, like I just did. Right. I have no clue. Well, it's, I didn't mean to call you up on it. I was like, well, no, I mean, I feel like when you say, but I think like if you say horse hockey, if you say with that quarter, horse hockey, it's like. Oh, you're called Boulder Dash. Well, it's just like an explanation. Boulder Dash is, yeah, Boulder Boulder Dash, Dash is very yeah. good. So. But what is like what is that even? Like what is It's a nonsense word. It oh, means okay. that you're you are dashing boulders. Hey, I have an idea. Hey. Let's talk about this episode <laughs> we watched. Okay. Oh, I thought we didn't need to check in, Tyler. I, I know the perfect segue. Yeah. Uh, with the Boulder Dash and the horse hockey. Uh, you know who likes old timey words, right? Nick Fuhrer. Who did? That would be Schwartzwalder. John, John Schwartzwalder. Well, Nick Fuhrer. Yes. Nick Fuhrer, who's also a friend of the show. I, I said it because you know. Nick <laughs> okay. Fier. Nick Fuhrer. Nick Fuhrer. Yeah, Nick Fuhrer. Nick Fuhrer. He loves old timey words. He does. But yeah, John Short Schwartzwalder. Schwartzwalder. Yeah, not great with pronunciation. Anytime Schwartzwalder has done a show, written, produced anything, we always like. Schwarzwalder. This was him. This is definitely Homie the Clown. He wrote Homie the Clown. And that's the episode we watched today. Uh, Yeah, it only took you 18 minutes to get to it. Episode, (laughs) uh, you know what? It's season six. I'm not even sure of the episode. Who cares? I think it's 15? I think so. That sounds right. I only know because I looked at Wikipedia earlier today. Oh, good on you. I like to be researched. Good on you. I don't want to come in and be all, I don't know what the Simpsons are. Oh, this is actually this episode 15? Yes. Yeah. Homie the Clown. Great, great episode. Which is also a reference to a great sketch on the show in Living Color yep. that was also on Fox called Homie the Clown. Oh, yeah. Really? I didn't, yeah, I've so, never seen it, but I've Yeah, so, so a really quick overview of that. Uh, it was a sketch that, it was a reoccurring sketch, a re- reoccurring character that Damon Wayans did where he would dress up like a clown. I'm going to show the guys the picture of the clown. Oh, cool. uh-huh. And his big thing was, homie, don't play that. He would have, oh, like, yeah. he would have mm-hmm. a... A, uh, a nylon full of essentially like like some kind of soft material, and a kid would ask for something like I want to like I want like a balloon, and he would hit him over the head. He goes, "Homie, don't play that." That was the homie the clown. It was homie the clown on In Living Color, uh, but this is homie the clown on The Simpsons. So let's we will we will we will jump into it now. Was yeah. that referenced at all? It wasn't at all. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, it was, well, just it was a name. pure. It was a pure tribute. It's okay. an inside baseball thing. Um, so episodes is pretty straightforward. Homer uh, likes billboards. New billboard day sees the billboard for clown college. Somehow it gets him subliminally, and <laughs> the the gag where he stops. 
to see the first billboard and the uh, the tow truck behind him. Yeah, is that a tow truck? What, what do you call it? I don't know what that thing's called. Like it was one of those. Ca- it was one. Of, it was one of those. Ca- it was one of those trucks that haul new cars. Yeah. So everyone now has an image in their head. Yes. Yeah. It was empty. And so he stops, and then the the truck behind him stops. And all the cars fill up onto the onto the tow truck yep. new car thing, and the guy goes, "Finders keeper." <laughs> <laughs> he just drives away. Yeah. yeah, that was funny as a visual on its own, yeah. and then to have oh, an yeah. extra layer of like finders keeper. But, and, and but like what was great is that he stopped at another sign, and then the cars <laughs> and the cars like piled behind him and just exploded <laughs> in flames. Like it was just like. It, it, this is this is a great gag episode. Yes, but it was incredibly absurd. It was. It was like it's just sort of like it's like you're punched in the face with jokes at all like at all points. Like, like it is truly like a joke heavy episode. Yeah, yeah. it's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, it's just joke after joke after joke. You don't even have time to recover from one to the next. Yeah, uh, which is good. I think that's indicative of a classic episode. Yes. So, um, homie decides to go to clown college. Of course, Clown College exists because of Krusty's insane gambling problems. Yeah, like lighting things on fire that shouldn't be lit on fire, like <laughs> DC Comic number one. <laughs> when he lights the pearl necklace, it's like, pearls like, don't burn like that. And it was, actually, that's great. It's like, he's, he's like, it started with, it, it was a perfect like, ramp up. It was a perfect uh, clothesline, as they call it. It was, uh, first it was money, then it was a, like, classic comic book and then it was pearls yeah <laughs> like the only thing it could have been more of it like well actually they said like the condor omelet the condor the, eggs yeah, oh, condor, yeah. oh I could really go for some of those right now <laughs> um, so he goes to college at, uh, oh back up I think the that opening bit with Krusty has one of my favorite jokes of the episode um, which is where uh, he gets the phone call and's like, "What do you mean my seven dirty words aren't?" <laughs> yeah. I, oh, you calling me a thief? Well, excuse me. And I love that because that references my two of my favorite comics, George Carlin and, and Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one thing I really liked about the episode, the the portion in the college was when he spoke on the matter of you can't have uh, crusties in certain districts. Or yeah. certain areas, so they were naming off all the area. And one guy says Brooklyn, <laughs> and for some reason, because he's a cowboy, he's a cowboy. Yeah, yeah he's a cowboy. He said uh, he's like Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny is that for some reason I thought to myself, Southern cowboy in Brooklyn. Let me check when the episode was made. It was '95, so it was far from gentrified at this point. So a Southern white cowboy in Brooklyn would be a very weird sight. Okay. Now. He'd live in Who he'd is? live in uh, Greenpoint. Oh. That's it. Oh, I didn't. I would like that was the first, like. It, how weird is that? That was the first thought I had. That is strange because it came right like the actual because like, the guy before him was from Texas. He's yeah. like, I'm a Texan. Yeah, and then the, the, he couldn't be from the same region. So he's like Brooklyn because and I'm just like somewhere else. Well, let's see when this episode is made. Ninety five, he wouldn't be there. <laughs> Two thousand sixteen, just to make sure the yeah, joke yeah, was yeah. lined up perfectly. Yeah. Um, so this brings my question: Was there a Conspiracy theory that Homer is crusty? Yes, I was going to bring that up as well. So there has been conspiracy theories that Homer and Krusty are the same person. Because up until, aside from the uh, season one, yeah, where they think Homer is crusty, or... Uh, no, it's it, where they think Krusty the Clown... Where Sideshow Bob is... 
commits that crime. Yes. Go on. Robs that bank. Yes. And Krusty uh, is framed. Yes. That's Bart that identifies him. Oh, yeah. Okay. But in that, in that scene, you see Krusty and Homer in the same frame. Oh, okay. Uh, but up into, but aside from that, up until now, Krusty and Homer have never been depicted together. So a lot of people say that Homer is Krusty, and it almost kind of like Homer is and Krusty are like alter egos of each other. Yeah. Because it's amazing that uh, Bart adores Krusty. That's his number one. And is disrespectful and rude to Homer. Right. And so people think that um, uh, that Krusty is a a manifestation of of, uh, Homer's uh, desire to be liked by his son. Oh. Because I've heard it... I haven't heard it as, like, a conspiracy. I've heard it as that was what they intended to do in Mm. season one. Like, Mac running... Because they weren't sure it was going to go on beyond one season. Right. They just didn't know. Let alone... Let alone, like, 28 or 30 or whatever it is now. They didn't know that it was going to be such a big hit. And what the finale was going to be, from what I understand... You can can fact-check me on this. Was... It was going to reveal that Krusty was Homer. Oh. And that would have been great. But then they were so successful, they just really, well, why, this, why do that now? Yeah, and now we know that to not be true, because... Yep. They but it would have, it could have been, yeah. had, had <laughs> things went poorly for The Simpsons. Could yeah. you imagine The Simpsons were a one-season show? Yeah, I can. It would we be wouldn't be doing though. this podcast. No, certainly not. No. Maybe about Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, inside joke. Yes. Boom! <laughs> Boom, roasted. By the way, Jacob has very soft hands. Thank you. I've never worked a real day in my life. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was that was something I thought of immediately because I remember watching one of the episodes early and hearing that theory. And there's all these great conspiracies. The one that was, the one that sticks with me the most is the one that uh, Homer's in the coma. Oh, and, yeah. and, and from that moment, everything that happens after oh, yeah. that is in Homer's, which I kind of want because I love it. Because when we talk about this with St. Elsewhere, with the season finale of St. Elsewhere being, you find out that the show is entirely made up in a young autistic boy's head. I would love that. I know it would make so many people angry. Oh, I mean, there's the time warp theory that Springfield is a time warp and it just keeps repeating itself. That's why Nelson and Barney look exactly the same. Things like that. Uh, I've, I've heard them. I've heard them. I, I don't have a problem with the whole the coma theory. I don't. I, you can't prove. I think at this it. point. I think at this point, if you're a Simpsons fan or anybody who cares about the show, you should be willing to accept anything they tell yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Well, I think yeah. by now it doesn't and, 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 and Homer can't. fell through the giant hamburger. I think the uh, <laughs> illusion <laughs> of reality here yeah. is with the with the parachute. Just <laughs> uh, I do like the one of the lines that makes me that that made me smile because it's really applicable to now, right? Effing now is when. Bart's talking about everything that Krusty has invented. Oh, the Pratt yes. Fall. Uh, all those things. He goes, he goes, as far as I know. As best to my knowledge. As best to, and that's like, <laughs> it's so apropos of our society today. Like, like, everybody knows 10 feet in front of them. And everything you know in those 10 feet is what you know. But people will die by that information. They will not back down and say, like, oh, I'm, I might be wrong. No, they won't. They will sit there and say, no, that's totally true in, in the world of fake news and say, that's, yes, 
Krusty invented the pratfall. Find me a video that shows someone doing a pratfall. You found a video? I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch that video. But, but, but. Yeah, that's, watching that's very topical. That's yeah. like very topical. It's very topical. It even struck me as such. It holds up. Oh, it my does. gosh. In the world of fake news today, like, I've been, uh, yeah, what was it? The Daily Show just sent Jordan Klepper to a uh, thing and interviewed Trump supporters and he used Trump's words against them and they said like oh no they're right that's terrible and he's like well the Trump said they're like oh well I guess that's, that's fine it's fine like it's it's that it's that re it's that reconfiguration of knowledge and that that justification of it therein I just thought it was very like what Bart was saying very applicable to today like exactly today absolutely yeah I hadn't even thought of that yeah that's insightful it is. I hate what's in my head. Full of insights, this one. True, true. Get me another Red Zapple ale. Yeah, I'm out of beer. Do we need, oh, Do we have like a beer careful. factory? We can. <laughs> my dad's uh, a big wheel right. down at the box factory. <laughs> cracker factory. Cracker factory, sorry. That is a big wheel at the cracker factory. <laughs> so we now know what uh, Milhouse's dad does? Milhouse's dad, yeah. Milhouse's dad works at the cracker factory, and he, of course, gets that job because Milhouse's mom's. Millhouse's grandpa on his mom's side owns the Cracker Factory. <laughs> Is it called? What's the name of the Cracker Factory? Oh God, it's called. Oh, I think Springfield Cracker. I, I like Springfield it. Crackers. Yeah, something like that'd be that. a good name. I don't know. Uh, crackers. Um, so, Homer goes to clown college. Yeah, goes to clown college uh, and <laughs> takes to it like a duck to water. Except not. Yeah. Cannot. Does if that water was acid. Yeah. Not doesn't do a very good job. Is unable to perform the loop bike on the mini bike trick. Um, and that of course comes to bite him in the butt later on because the mob is after Krusty for his gambling debts. Mm-hmm. And wow, I can't believe how straightforward this episode really it is. is. It is. It's, it's just really so full just, of jokes. Yeah, it's so full. It's of so jokes. full of jokes. But it's really only like one thing. Yeah. Krusty has a gambling problem. Yep. Yeah. And so, uh, so uh, Homer, pretending to be Krusty, is abducted by the mob and held at gunpoint. And I think, I think there was a part in this that uh, episode, by the way, that I really related to. I'm not sure if you did. When Homer is driving back, uh, driving back at late at night, right before he's pulled over, he's lamenting about like, oh, I don't want to be a clown anymore, yeah. and like. I was like, and not that I don't want to do comedy anymore, but I was like, oh, that's just like driving home late at night yeah. after a comedy show. Like, like a bad set or something. Oh, yeah. man, that sucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I've, I've been there. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be a clown yeah. anymore some days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 say as well as he did. I only right. agree with, I, I agree with that in the sense of like, well, you know what? I don't even know. Like. Well, the way that he's... I asked myself, ask myself, why am I doing it this way? Like, I love comedy. I love doing comedy. But, like, when I have those shows that are bad, when I'm driving home, I think to myself, I must be doing this wrong. Like, I am doing something incorrectly where I'm coming home so sad or depressed or, like, like it's, like, it's just, there's, I feel like the steps that are being taken by other people, I'm not doing I never want to quit. I never want to quit, but I also feel I always question my me- like the methods to getting to where I want to be, and then I huh. think, and then I'm thinking to myself, eh, if up. I can be honest, yeah, if I can be truly honest, go be go be truly honest. I want to hear this. I have such a big ego. I always have a great set. <laughs> 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 well, on that note, 
guys, enjoy uh, Jacob and Tyler. They're going to talk for a little bit. I'm making another beer. Oh, okay. May I have one? Yeah. Yeah, Greg, you're going to get uh, the 6 4. Yeah, I'll get the 6 4. Cruising down the street in my uh, 6 4. 6 4. With all the homies saying, sweet, sweet, cherry. All right. And <laughs> what? Me, you, it's. Dr. Dre, dude. It's, I don't it's know Dr. Really Dre. It's just, it's just, do I look like a guy that listens to Dr. Dre? Oh look, do you uh, see what I look like? Do you see what I, mean, I do with every day? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I've never... That's, that's <laughs> intense. That's intense. So, um, what, what made you choose, choose this uh, episode specifically? It's the first episode I remember laughing really hard at. Yeah. It's the first, like, I, I think it was on... I sat down the opening bit with uh, where, where Homer is seeing the billboards and then, ah, Clown College, who cares about that? That's not food. You can't eat that. <laughs> it's not food. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's the one of the most gag-heavy ones I think we've watched as far as with the podcast so far. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's it's just chock full of gags. I it mean, is. it's, uh, like I said, some of my favorite gags. And they're... I I love I don't know about you I love the gags that are references to other things and like almost inside baseball inside comedy in that way you can tell that this show is written by comedians yeah you can I, as a kid I I wouldn't I mean even still I miss a lot of references yeah. I do poorly with referential humor so mm-hmm. a lot of times being around even Greg for instance because he makes a lot of references I'm yeah. like I wish I knew what that was you were talking about yeah. but I don't so I'm an outsider to this joke <laughs> whereas this episode for me. Especially when I was young, going in, it was just so outright silly, and you didn't have to know. Like, you didn't have to know that the whole potato bit where he was making the tent, you didn't... Wow, that's a lot of beer. Wow! We're we're not playing around. I brought choices for people. No? No. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. no. Oh, wait, no, that's... No. No. No, you're right. Thank you. That, yeah, okay, all right. Just a little, just a little, we're, we're, Greg brought in a lot of beer. I brought choices. He brought choices. So we were just talking about why Jacob picked this uh, episode specifically. I can tell you why. Go ahead. Watching it with him, he was laughing all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. And I was just saying, I'm not, because Tyler's big on referential humor. Yep. And I'm not really, for the, for the sole fact that I just don't know a lot of references. I haven't seen that many things. Yeah. I just, I just didn't really watch that many things as a kid. And that stuff usually goes over my head. So when people are making a lot of references, I'm like, mm, I, I just, I'm sorry, I don't get the joke. Which I, is, which is how I feel about The Simpsons. Oh, okay. like, like that's, like I will, like I don't. You won't have this because you understand it, but like people will say Simpsons reference and, and will look at me and say like, they'll like make a reference and be like, huh? Yeah. And I, I don't think, have right. that. I think right. that's Simpsons fans in general, kind of. Uh, are able oftentimes a lot of people we know are able to just like reference lines from The Simpsons almost yes. like that. Nick Fury is a great example. Yeah. Like he has an encyclopedic knowledge of you can like, go back and line for line. Yeah, yeah, you can have like a full conversation that's just yeah. references yeah. over and over again to exactly. The Simpsons. So you know what I mean. Yes, I and I I completely identify with that. But that's why this episode I think stood out to me so much as a kid because it's just gag after gag after gag. You don't have to know the references. <laughs> the whole potato, like the whole tent of the potato thing, is yeah. a, what is that tough? First close encounters encounter, of the yeah, third kind. Yeah. I didn't know that, but it was just hysterical to see him like crouched over these potato it's things, making funny. a clown thing, looking yeah. up. Everyone, he's having hallucinations of his family, <laughs> like you know, it's just nonstop. Gag after gag after gag, and they're all very clever, and they all aid to the story in some way. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a very brief story. Well, but. yeah, that's, and, and that's that's. I don't think. I don't know if you could. If you, you might disagree with this, but I don't feel like we've had a show yet where the story has been so little 
but the joke ha- jokes have been so plentiful. Yeah, this is it's it's very fleshed out. Like, and when I say like, plentiful, I just mean I also mean like they're really good jokes. Like, too. like when we when we com- if we were to compare this to like a bit in stand up, like this bit is fleshed out. Like you, this yeah, is as this much, is a piece. Yeah, this yes. is as much as you can get. It's a it's a short idea. Yeah, it's a premise. The premise. Uh, Krusty's got a gambling problem. Homer gets goes to clown college. That's yeah, the premise that's the of that. Yeah. That, that. If I said that, it would explain the whole episode. Yeah. But the way it's fleshed out, and you get all these jokes and all this broad range of humor and and gags and bits in it, and that's what's really unique about this because it's fully formed. Yeah. One of the things that I thought was very uh, interesting about this episode, and I, I wrote it down for us to talk about. Ooh. All three of us is is that is that expired? No, it's just expiring this month, I believe. Oh, I'll drink it. I don't care. No, uh, or is that like a year old? No, that expired is, a year ago. This is like two years old. <laughs> 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 we have to look real quick. I think that's all right. 14. So one of the oh, thing, yeah, one I think one of the things I thought was very interesting that they didn't touch on, which I don't think you could have touched on because it's a half an hour. It's twenty two minutes, and there's so much in there. Is the fact that all of a sudden, out of everything, one thing I know as a new fan, and as you know as fans... Crazy fan. I feel like The Simpsons is the girl that Tyler is setting me up with that he just wants me to like so much so we can all go to dinner. Oh, you will. Uh, Is that... You'll like her. In in everything that's going on, (laughs) is that... uh, I'm going to sit here and drink my Red's Blueberry Ale... Uh, Red's Blueberry Ale. When beer just is too gross, you need sweetness. It's not product placement, by the way. Just wanted to go ahead and let you guys know that. As a guest. I didn't know what you said. It's not product placement. It's product placement. No, it's shop. It's it's a limited pick. It might be expired, too. It only works if they don't know they're being advertised to Greg... So anyway, go on. The, the point the point is is that is that is they didn't really touch on this, which I think is a big deal. Is that uh, well, first of all, I want to know is clown college part time because it seems like Homer is still it's able really to keep his class. yeah okay, but also he decides to do it and and like start doing this brand new thing. Just like I'm going to go to clown college. All three of us are married with absolutely wonderful partners. Have any of you switched career paths? If you have, how, like, did you, like, what was, the, like, and, and I, I don't want to, like, you know, like, throw, like, like, how support, like, I feel like the three of us have very supportive partners that the things we want to do with our lives, we have people who, who are behind us. That threw it into my head, like, oh, like, Homer just all of a sudden decided to become a clown. And Marge seemed to be totally on board, so. Well, except for the wine. Because as soon as he mentions, or something's about to happen, she starts yeah. getting stressed out. But she doesn't try to stop him, you're right. Yeah, she says, like, I'll have, I mean, yeah. I think I'm going to have he, he's, She stresses out because of, like, he starts to do, he starts to build the thing much more tells a la Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, he starts becomes, he starts to freak out and become weird. If he would have said, like, I want to go to clown college, but, like, the life choice, new path, support, just I mean, that interests me because like I'm a person in this year of 2016, new paths and and and, and new ideas. So like it's just you know throwing it out to you. Have I ever have I ever done that? Have I yeah. ever? No, I have not. Not but yet. You, yeah. Uh, I mean, certainly in the future it could happen. We've yeah. had discussions about it. And I feel like I feel like Emily, your 
partner, yes. wife, mm-hmm. or we want to refer to her. Mm-hmm. Emily, that's fine. Okay. Part, I feel like partner wife. I, my partner. Facebook is public, man. Everyone can see everything, all the pictures, even the naked bathroom ones. Okay. W O E F L. No, there's an L in there. Another w- one. Oh, W O E L. W O E L F E L. Yeah. Go find him. Yeah. Um, it's in the I pictures. feel like that. I feel like Emily would be very supportive of the things you want to do. She is because she's just a cool human being, and I feel like April's the same way. Like, like I feel like the three of us are very lucky that we have supportive partners. Mm-hmm. I feel like the three of us are smart enough to have chosen supportive partners. I feel like that, Tyler, Tyler, can we just be honest? Can we just be honest here? Can we just say I, was, I, was, I, I, feel, I feel like our partners really allowed us. If we, yeah, if we were being honest, like I found, I tricked someone into liking me just enough to stick with me. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna lie. I'll tell you this. I'll tell, I'll tell the world, the world this. Uh, I still will say to, to Bridget, uh, I'll totally understand if you take off. <laughs> I'll totally understand it because, yeah, it's fine. I'm wearing I'm wearing a Star Wars T-shirt with R2D2 spray painting a wall. I get it. I also I'm wearing my grandfather's. Just want to get that in. I love you, Emily. You're very grateful as well. I know. I love Emily to be with listens. You. Emily listens. She's going to because oh, I'm a maker. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. She really does. So love yeah. Well, when I say maker, I mean like I'm going to ask her politely. Yeah. She'll feel obligated out of guilt. <laughs> wow, you really got this relationship thing. I've been with her for over ten years, man. Really? Oh, really? Yes. See, that's the thing. Is like, okay, so like you've been with her. You've been with Emily for ten years. You've been with April for longer. Like twelve, I think. Twelve. I've been with Bridget for a, a, a considerable shorter amount of time. Not as short, but like still shorter. So <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. With my luck, she'll get to that point and be like, "Ah, you son of a!" and just turn it off and storm out. <laughs> this guy. Oh, my plan <laughs> fell apart. Why did I announce it on the podcast? All right. So yeah, that was just something that, that, that struck me interesting is the concept of changing changing life uh, paths and having a supportive partner by your side. And, I, and and when I when I saw that, I thought. The three of us, very lucky to have people in our lives who probably would be supportive of that as long as, you know, we were like, I want to, like, I mean, clown, clown college, I will say, like, I would totally understand if B was like, no, you're not. <laughs> no. And I'm not saying that because I'm being no. mean. I'm saying because I love you. Well, if you, like, to be fair, we do have a friend who's taking clown classes. Really? Very true. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, former uh, Goodnight Milwaukee show host and uh, Milwaukee resident, Jake Cornelet. He's yes. in clown school? He does clown. He does clown. And he does improv. He does clown. He, yeah, he's, he's going to Well, the improv like, stuff, I mean, that, I guess. But the clowning stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's cr- Have you seen Baskets? Not yet. Not yet, no. Okay. Don't run say anything. I heard it's a question for no reason. We will be having a visitor's guide to Basket. I'm kidding. We won't. Uh, it's. I think you'll. I we, will, like, guide to we will be doing actually. The Green Day we will be doing. We will be doing. I'm saying this here. A visitor's guide to the Nakatone Building. I don't know what that means. That means Me Die Hard. That oh. guy's never seen Die Hard. You ever seen Die Hard? Nope. I can't criticize you because I saw it and I forgot most of it. Okay. okay. I say it's commonly referenced though for like the hero's journey. The, it's apparently the, a good representation. One of, of the that. greatest Christmas movies ever. It's a Christmas movie. It it's about Christ. Keep the. Keep the John McClane in Christmas. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on. Um, oh, oh boy, Greg. One of the things. It's trying to, yeah, he's staring. Oh, oh staring no, one of the things. One of the things I really liked about this episode too is that there was a guest in this episode. Oh yeah, yes, Dick, Dick Cabot, Cabot, who is, in my opinion, one of America's treasures. He's a sweetheart. He's amazing. He has. So he's, a, he's a real Bob Newhart type. Oh my God, yes, <laughs> and I love Bob. Newhart. Yeah. 
Dick Cavett, for the audience who doesn't know, it's me. And the Jacob who do, and the Jacob Wiffle who doesn't know. Uh, Damn it! I was hoping it was gonna be Tyler. No, he is. He is. He has been doing interviews on American television since the mid seventies. He has interviewed every everyone from. He has interviewed everyone from John Lennon to Lucille Ball to, uh, I think he has interviewed. No, he. I was gonna. I was gonna say uh, Ernest Hammond, but I think he was dead at that point. He comes from a time and place where you could watch a TV show and just watch an individual interview someone on primetime national television for a couple of hours. Uh-huh. He's interviewed. If you go, to, if you have Hulu, you can check out Dick Cavett interviews. They are amazing. They are so good, and he's just laid back. He's wonderful. He is funny. He is, in my opinion, a national treasure. And he should still have a talk show on now because the way he talks to the people on his show is so informative. It reminds me a lot of Mark Maron where it's just really, well, Mark Maron, I can't say it's relaxed. It's candid. He's candid through a a relaxed atmosphere. It's funny to me because I have no idea who any of these people are. It's like, it's like, it's like, you don't know who John Lennon is? I know John Lennon, you know but everybody know, else. Like Mark Maron? Is? No idea who that is. Really? I, the name sounds familiar, but I could not. Oh, that's okay. my you should face. check out his podcast. Yeah. It's a yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard the name. I maybe I saw his face, I might know him, but I've never like put the two together. You'd love the Sam Simon episode. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sam Simon. Sam Simon. R.I.P. See, this is what I mean, though. I mean, I know it's not humor, but I'm just like, man, I really I really wish I got the gist Sam of what he's saying right now. Sam Simon wrote for the show. He wrote for the show? That, I know Sam. I've heard yeah. that name. Yeah. But I can't, again, I don't know the guy's face. Yeah. So, I mean, like, to me, Dick Cavett was one of these guys. He was just, he just interviewed individuals. He interviewed people to find out, like, it, it just comes from, it comes from, it comes from a time, it comes from a time, I believe, where we were wanting to be informed as Americans, as an individual, as a, as a group of individuals, where finding out information was something that was sought after and believed in and admired. We don't have shows like that anymore in primetime. We just don't have a show where an individual sits down with another person and says, let's talk for an hour to an hour and a half about whatever. It just doesn't happen. If it does, it's event television because this person is incredibly special and it happens very little. Was that a lot more common back then? Absolutely. I mean, you watch oh, wait, old, you watch old Jack Parr episodes when he was host of the, of the Tonight Show. Even Johnny Carson in the 70s... Uh, and Steve Allen too, when he hosted the Tonight Show, it was there was a lot of authors, there were a lot of political figures, you know, like like now when we think about that, we we say, oh, it's the Daily Show, it is uh, Sam B, it is uh, it is these these satirical news shows, but back in the seventies, it was gentlemen who hosted just regular late night talk shows. I wonder why that. I mean, matter what's a ratings thing if that's mm-hmm. why they were cast out. Well, because after a while, we just got tired of it. Oh, well, taking it back to the guest himself, because that's who we're referring to, right, is the actual guest of the show who had the... It was the one that Homer was berating, right? Like, Homer, like, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know, it's like, oh, we're going to the same thing. Yeah, I don't... Dude, I couldn't... Like, I... He had I would, to go to a... I would give... Yeah, to go to... Yes. I would give money... <laughs> I would give money to a charity to hang out with Dick Kevin. Like I would. No, that's wild. I think that's Greg. the joke. I think that's wild. wild Greg. Greg, you would give money to a charity. Wow. Like I would do anything. Wow. Like seriously, I would do. Five bucks. Like, 
to Kevin. <laughs> Let's go to the rodeo. <laughs> We're just kidding, Greg. I feel like my love for Dick Kevin is being mocked here. No, well, it's been Kevin Corner. That's the joke. That's what makes that so funny. <laughs> they said they actually were meaner to him than any other guest up until this point. That's weird because, like, to me, Dick Cavett is someone that we like. Like, he's he's one of the, <clears throat> he's one of those guys who, when he dies, because he's I think he's in his early eighties now, that we will have one of those. Uh, oh my gosh, he meant so much to us, you know. Like, like we don't really appreciate the individual until they're gone. Yeah, I get that. And when he does go someday, we will look back and say he interviewed all these great figures and yeah. had these great conversations and brought people together and really put education and and an art in the forefront of primetime <laughs> television, which we do not do today. True. Period. But I think that's part of what makes that bit so funny, is that he's a very beloved person, and they're just very mean to him the entire time he's on screen. Yeah, I was very upset that Homer was passing up an opportunity. <laughs> well, it was because you related to her. You wanted to be for like You were like, I want to be friends with him. Of, but that's most people would just laugh. Of course Homer would... <laughs> of course, he doesn't care who Dick Cavett is. I know. Yeah. How, why would Homer care? That's not. That's not. Yeah. Why would Homer care who Dick Cavett? He's is? a guy so stupid. He believes that speed holes are a thing. Yeah, he puts speed holes in his. That bit, by the way, where oh. he's putting the holes in his own car, and and Flanders gets shot <laughs> twice. <laughs> I, I brought it up. Does anybody here know what the True Cross is? No. Yeah, I think so. What is the True Cross? So wasn't the True Cross like? Uh, it, it was almost like a snake oil thing, right? Yes. Where people would uh, would sell these <laughs> pieces of wood to other people and be like, "Oh no, this is uh, this is a piece of the true cross. This is this is the same cross that Christ died upon." <laughs> yes. And we we took it down to splinters, and now we're selling shreds of it. But here's the selling oh, point of the true cross, because I know two people who said they had true cross. Which is this? It's only one the boat. True Cross. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. The True Cross is this. This is the selling point. Is that when Jesus comes back, that the cross will disappear from? Okay, so I'll let me, like, uh, I went to Catholic high school. I went to Catholic school for twelve years. So our our uh, our chaplain, Father Bob, had a a, a crucifix around his neck, and in that crucifix was a tiny plastic uh, uh, little vial type thing. And in that vial was a quote-unquote true cross. And Flanders has a huge chunk of wood. Yeah. True cross wood is about the size, maybe take like 10 pinheads. Right. 10 heads of pins. Yeah. That's the size of a piece of a true cross. Oh, okay. When they sell it to you, they say this is a piece of the cross. It's true cross. When Jesus comes back, that wood will disappear because the wood from his cross will come together X-Men style or like, you know, Terminator 2 uh, and form the cross again. So you will know that you have a piece of the true cross because you will look at that crucifix and in that little plastic vial, the cross will be gone. That piece of wood will be gone. And it'll reform to the original cross. Just to remind Jesus of what wow. happened to him. That's exactly. A very elaborate story for a piece what of wood. What is that? Okay. Hypothetically. And I know we're way off task. Here. Way off task. Okay, it's Jesus comes back. True cross is for him. I'll, I'll, what I'll, is I'll, he going to do with that? What does he want with that thing he died on? He's going to sit on it. 
just gonna, gonna hang out. Yeah. She's gonna wave it. He, the, the, the truest. <laughs> at, you'll know Christ was a Catholic when he comes back. The true cross forms, or Jew, the true cross forms, and he guilts everybody with, Look what you did to me! That's One thing Jews happen. and Catholics can get together is guilt. guilt. Yeah. No, he's just going to Velcro himself back up so that you remember what it looks like for him to be up there. Do you remember this? I'm not doing it again. It hurt real bad the first time, but check it out. Yep, see? It's real. Whoa, that was a crazy dream. <laughs> your, your, your Jesus is very Richard Nixon. Uh, yeah, so I, I thought that was when he said True Cross, I was like, oh my gosh, I know so much about the True Cross because I know so many people who bought into that. Oh, I did not. Horse know that. hockey. That makes that joke even better. Yeah, that he I is know. that gullible. Uh, and the one the other thing too is at the end of the episode where where uh, Homer and and uh, Krusty were together and they had to do the bike trick. I, the the thought that came to my head was, cartoon eyes are very accessible, because Homer is on Krusty's back. And holding on to his eyes, essentially. And and I couldn't do that for any human. (laughs) But for some reason, in Cartoon World, eyes are very accessible. Oh, man. That's why you were on your phone. I was like, what is he doing on his phone? I I wrote a lot of stuff. Uh Yeah, I wrote stuff down. So, okay, so let's... We've been doing this episode for, like, a decade. And, uh... Jake, as a fan, we've talked about when he came into... How does... The Simpsons influence you as a writer, performer, just as a human and how you interact? I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. Like, I don't, I don't know how anything influences me. For, like, I just can't... It seems intangible to me. It has definitely leaked into my personality. Yeah. Uh, I, I find myself saying things from The Simpsons that I don't even realize are from The Simpsons. Okay, so, like, like references aside, as far like, writer, like, like comedy hour, happy hour... Yeah, the variety or happy hour. I got that wrong. Sorry. That's okay. Variety. Well, I was doing that. Yeah. When you when you were doing that, when you so wrote sort of. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I just want to get it right. I don't know. I know. It's fine. I'm, I'm <laughs> I've drank a lot. Um, how does it influence you as a writer for for comedy strictly? I just I I don't know, man. Okay. I wish I had a good answer for that, but I don't. That's I, actually I like, a pretty, that's actually a pretty good answer in my opinion because a lot of people we've had on the show will say it, like like they will be very forthcoming, and I'm not doubting their sincerity on it, but the fact that you don't have a tangible answer to that that's that's interesting to me. Yeah, I don't. I like things to move quickly. I yeah. th- I mean that's very clear in the Simpsons. Yeah. Things happen very quickly, um, but I, I couldn't I couldn't tell you specifically details of like how it's affected me. I don't like yeah. write a joke or write a story thinking like what would the what would the Simpsons have done? Like what would the writers have done? What would they have thought of? It just doesn't no, no, it's I, not a conscious thing. And that's and that's I don't, I'm not saying I'm not saying in the in the sense of like of questioning what would they have done, but just your sensibility as a comedian, the things you write, how has that influenced you? Whether it is like, you know, in, I feel like this episode is quite absurd. It's very absurd. So, you're your uh, appreciation of absurdity and your injecting that into uh, what you create. I'm not. I'm not asking for a direct example. I'm actually. I'm looking more. I'm asking more like the idea of a, of an indirect uh, uh, method that you take. I do like the absurdity of it, and okay. I think this episode is representative of that. And as we talked about earlier, I'm not a big fan. Well, 
It's nice. Referential jokes are great if they're layered and they can be funny on their own without having to rely on the reference itself. Mm-hmm. So if you have a reference and then you have a gag on top of it that makes it funny on its own, like for instance the true cross joke yeah. of him having a second item in his pocket that is made of wood and it blocks a bullet, it's still funny even if I don't know what the true cross is. Yeah. And then you have that additional layer. And I know when I was writing a lot with the Variety Hour guys, we would always like to write layered jokes, yeah. things that have multiple meanings or... You know, so if it's not funny on one level, hopefully the two other levels that are happening are all are going to be funny on their own. Just so every joke should hit. You know, people should get the jokes. Yeah. If they don't, that is just a missed opportunity. So every everything has to have a purpose. And I feel like The Simpsons. I think they wrote that way for a very long time. Yeah, every it. single line was funny for a reason that most people should pick up on. And then the the nuances, the layers of it. You could pick up on if you knew them, but if you didn't, it didn't matter. That's all. Okay. So I guess in that in that regard, trying to write efficiently, trying to make sure that everything has meaning, and that it's funny for multiple reasons. Yeah, that's a good answer, Jay. Yeah. Thanks! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was really playing with your glasses. Yeah. They're it's getting okay. tight on the head. I know, I know how it is. I've been, I was fiddling with mine, and I was I afraid. am empty on the beer. Uh, There's another one. Thank you. There you go. So thank you for that question. I appreciate yeah, it. I mean that's important to me because I feel because what we were talking about before with regard to people talking about them, reference them. I understand that that they seep for me like my like like for me what people for the Simpsons are for some people Monty Python is for me Monty Python has seeped their way into my into my writing mm-hmm. into my speech. They're very influential for me. Uh, so it's just always un- uh, interesting to find out how they influence others. Now, here's the other question uh, I have, and I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. And, well, we can go ahead and put this on the the website here. We're gonna take a picture of Tyler. You all see it. Um, my glasses got tied on my head because so, headphones. I so took mine off. Yeah. Called it a day. So I'm not a quitter, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned it earlier. Uh, as far as being a big fan, we we know that Tyler still watches The Simpsons, still enjoys them. You have not watched them in a while. If you were to be handed the keys of the castle, someone said, all right, Jake, you are in charge of the show. You are the executive producer, and you cannot shut the show down. Okay. What would you do to make it different? Okay, I would go back and I would study who the characters were. Because I think they've lost their way. When I watch the recent episodes, because I have seen them, a few of them, the characters, it feels like the lines that are coming out of their mouths could have come from any one of the characters. Yeah. They just, we have a joke we need to tell. Who's, who's convenient? What's the convenient yeah. person for the, to tell? Oh, Bart, why not? Or you have Lisa saying stuff that there's no way Lisa would ever say. And I know you're a big fan of Lisa, so I know you would hate it if you saw some yeah. of the things Lisa says now. I love that. I, that made me feel. She's good. got a little more sass on her. She is a lot more sass, and it's a lot it's just stuff that would never. She would. It's not a thing Lisa would ever say. Yeah. And it's really obvious with her, but also with Homer and Bart, and yeah. just we need to tell this joke. How do we do it? I don't know. Whatever. Who, Bart in the room. Say. Yeah. Yeah. So go back to who the characters are. Like even if you're gonna flanderize them, which they did for a long time, yeah. I feel like they even lost that. Now they're just anybody can say anything just to make any joke work. And occasionally it does. I think once or twice in any newer episode, there's, like, one really funny joke. Like the soliloquy deck. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, yeah. what a great joke. Out of yeah. nowhere. Just the rest of the episode's like, ugh. 
Uh, so you feel on. like you feel like like it's no longer in service of the characters; it's in service of just yeah. words. The characters don't seem to matter anymore. It's not based on them. They don't really have any discernible personality. The it doesn't really feel like the structure of the show is as strong as it used to be. Yeah, a lot of the episodes just end. There's no there's no conclusion. There's no like it just is over all of a sudden, which they did occasionally in the past for. Effect, I think. Yeah, I think it worked. Yeah, yeah and it was yeah. very... Like, even A lot of times they would even like point it out, like, and nothing changed at all, or whatever. Yeah. Now it's just assumed, and you just are left feeling empty afterwards. Yeah. So what I would do is I would have the writers go in and go back to finding what made these characters special, what made them who they were. Like, why was Homer so funny? Well, he was determined. He didn't really care about what other people thought. He would just... Like, this is a great example, this episode. Yeah, with the clown college. Like, I'm going to go to clown college now. What? I don't care what happens. I'm just going to do it. And the family was supportive. It's just... I don't... I feel like they lost their way, man. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, that's, that's a good... Well put. That's... Uh, yeah, because uh, one of the things that I've heard other people say about this is that they've really just kind of... There's no real character. No. And that seems unfortunate. Um, I think I have, I just have one more question for you. Sure. So, and I think you know it's coming if you've listened to the show. There's like three that you guys ask, and there's one that scares the crap out of me, and oh, I'm hoping okay. it's not that one, because I don't have a good answer for uh, it. Is it how would you shut the show down? That's how would you that's shut the show down. That's what my question, why would you ask my question for me? Because he, he we know so, can do yeah, that. Yeah, so end of the show, show, end of the show's coming, last episode, what, how do you... What do you do? I really like Nick's answer to this. Nick yeah. here, because he he said just have it be like any other episode, and that would yeah. just be done, and it could be picked up at any given time in the future. Yeah, it would be perfect for okay. that. And that's such a good answer, but that's not the answer I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. I would kill everybody. <laughs> I would kill the entire cast off. Whoa! Big like happen? Like in a nuclear or, bomb. Maybe okay. a, maybe finally maybe the nuclear plant would blow up and everybody would die because of Homer's incompetence. Sure. Okay. Because he's shown to be incompetent like a million times. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, that's Homer. Well, de- 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 goes, yeah. Like, yeah, let's just have a sudden consequence for his incompetence and just murder everybody. There's been like four oh, meltdowns, man, too. That would be crazy. Like, why not have an actual meltdown where everybody dies? Uh, that's that's how I would end it. But I, I think that's, that's that's an ending that's just too much. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like it's going it can, it can to it can either be a scene elsewhere ending where we find out it was the creation of someone else's dreams or images or it's going to be what you Tyler talked about where it's just going to be and the, my, pull, the, the pullback will just Nick be the house I, Nick and I are kind of the same where it's just like it ends yeah mm-hmm. and I think that's the best answer yeah. but that's not what I would do I would murder everybody <laughs> that's my view which you know won't happen oh, that's no I know they'll never do that to think about but I just I like the idea and of the, and, be the most horrible thing I can think and of and the interesting thing too is like if the, if the Simpsons end it's you know we're it's going to be like a two or three year announcement, because the last year of The Simpsons is going to be so impactful. There will be so many. They will. They will have so many interviews, special guests. They will probably bring in every writer they've ever had on the show. I kind of hope that that doesn't happen. I kind of hope that they're just like, oh, we're not renewing. It's done. That's really nice. Which won't happen. I hope they kill everybody. You can't do that. When shows. <laughs> When shows like like when you think oh, about by the way, everyone's gonna die. Yeah. When you think of <laughs> shows like anyway. when you think of shows like Cheers and Frasier and Friends and all those shows that have ten year legacies, like when they go off the air, they make big announcements 
a, a season. I, I know, Jacob. I'm just I'm no, go on. You're good. I'm sorry. When they when they announce their are you comparing The Simpsons to Frasier? Because that I will not stand for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's shows that have like a ten, like nine, ten, eleven year run. Like think of a show like Mash. When Mash went off the air, they knew when they were going off the air, and they they announce it. They announce like the the season before. So they can do all the things they need to do, which is get the big special guests, uh, do all the location shoots, do all the interviews, do all the internet stuff. So when The Simpsons go up there, it's going to be like when Jay Leno left The Tonight Show the first time. It'll be like a five-year thing. They'll probably say like, all right, The Simpsons are going off the air in the year 2020, and we all know now. And it'll be a slow build. And they will eventually either get all of at once or all of over the course of episodes to write for the show. I just have Conan and Schwartz while they're right. I agree. Conan is good. I think he gets I'm more sure credit he will. He, I'm sure they will. I think Conan gets more credit than maybe he's due. Because he's great. In the show? Yeah, because I think he only yeah. wrote for maybe half of one season. Yeah, he didn't write for that long, but... But he did write great episodes. And he is... He wrote Monorail. He wrote the Monorail And episode. he is also, I think, went on to do things that make him more noteworthy. True. As a writer of The Simpsons. True, but I don't think... Like, a lot of people cite him as being like, oh, yeah, when he was there, that's when it was at its best. It was because of Conan. No. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know either. I yeah. think there are other great I think it's just because I think it's because Conan became something. Yeah. If Conan O'Brien was just a guy who went off and started writing for other shows, like, it's if easy... Conan O'Brien was John Schwartz while they're friends. Right. If, who's a if, total if, recluse. Yeah. Nobody knows who he is outside of The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. I know who he is. You do? No. Uh, <laughs> Why do I believe you? I think it's easy to do that whole, like, the golden years of these writers because those writers have uh, done something for themselves. And, and I feel like, it's like oh, the Conan years. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. It's, it's easy to do. It's an easy out to, uh, to crap on these episodes that people don't like. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, after, like, season 12... Yeah, I, that's pretty yeah, much when. Or is people. it twelve? I don't know. I think most people say eleven. I barely know. Yeah. End of the good. I oh, I will. love season you eleven. Love it. I was talking to somebody the other day who said seasons three through seven. Yeah, no. I mean it's just I mean wow. the, that takes that's away a lot subju- of really that, great That's episodes. the subjectivity of that concept of the quote unquote golden years. When the, when are the golden years? Are they you know like everyone's like three through seven, uh, four through nine, uh, six through twelve? It's it's all subjective. So that's that's one of the things I feel very fortunate. Is like I don't have an alignment towards any of that stuff. So if I see an episode in season twenty two that I think is fantastic, I guarantee you there's some of those individuals who have never seen that because they well, gave up on it a long time ago. And that's assuming we get to season 22. We got a ways. You guys will get there. I believe we in you. We got a ways. Eventually, we'll start releasing two episodes a week someday. Uh, <laughs> we're going to start working on getting a week, an episode a week. That's a good but, idea. So. That's a very long way of saying, well, it's time to wrap up soon. It is. All right, I'll leave it alone. Jacob. I won't poke Tell it. Tell us about anymore. you. Well, you know, I won't poke it anymore. Poke, poke the poke bear. What? Poke what? Uh, to take it back, I think you're right. I think that is probably how it will end. I think they probably will bring on all the guest writers, yeah, as probably. evidenced by the fact that they did that. It will make billions of dollars it will. for Fox. Plus, they did that for the movie. Yeah, they brought So that's indicative that they'll do it again. Yeah, they had Schwarzwald around, and they had all these other people. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know their names, but they exist. Can't wait to do the movie. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think you should reconsider murdering the whole cast. 
I, I, well, don't ask me. I, I'm not writing for the show. If I wrote for the show, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be somewhere else. <laughs> uh, so, Jacob, tell where, us about you. Where can people find you? Where can people find you? Where can, uh, you can find me on Facebook. I'm available. Just type in my name. Okay. I, I, t- I say what I'm doing on my wall. You could look. I don't care. You're writing. You're, you're, you're an author. You write books. You write science fiction. I do, but I'm not published yet. I'm working on it. I'm I will it. smack you in the face. No one's going to be able to read it yet. They're going to be like, hey, where's that book you wrote? And I'll be like, nope. Can't see it yet. So I don't exist yet as an Jacob author. is an amazing human being who I'm a huge fan of, okay? So when the day comes where you get the chance, the opportunity, the right, and the privilege to read his material, uh-huh. you're welcome. That's really sweet. Find him on Facebook. Friend him. Watch out for what he's doing. He's amazing. We love him. Tyler. What? Uh, you want to know where you can find me, J. Yeah. J. Tyler Benz, on <laughs> social media. That's, that's straight up it. <laughs> If you want to find me on social media, you can find me at I, the letter I, Greg Bach. Uh, and yeah, you can find me on the Twitter, the because, Snapchat, the, the, the Instagram. Because he, Greg Bach. What? Because he, Greg Bach. He, Greg Bach. I, Greg Bach. He, Greg Bach. You, you Greg, Greg Bach. Bach. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. This has been the most unenjoyable episode I've ever done. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can find us uh, on our social medias. You can send us... Uh, an email if you have a question, comment, concern, complaint, send us, uh, you know, hey, get a uh, stir by the Simpsons, send it to uh, the Gmail account, which is Springfield Visitor's Guide. That's not it. I can never Visitor's remember. Visitor's Guide Podcast. Visitor's Guide Podcast. It is SpringfieldVisitor'sGuide.tumblr.com because I can't, we have too much stuff. It's just too much stuff in this world. Send us some stuff. Let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Jacob. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. It really means a lot to us to have our number one as fan. Thank you. Tyler, anything else? Uh, no. You know how we end the episode? Yeah, there's like a word that yeah. you say. Yeah. You okay. say a word. So I'll... Uh... On the count of three, we all think of a word. And we come together and we say it once. We've only gotten it together once ever. Yeah. All right? But if you, two of us do the same one, we'll it's like to. It's like 66.666%. All right. All right. Three, all right. Two, two, one. one. Schwartzwelder! Schwartzwelder! Thank you.